Um, I think we're going to go back to our earlier story about the cave rescue that is still underway near Whangarei. Now, one student remains unaccounted for after Whangarei Boys High School, a trip that they took to the Abbey Caves, was hit by severe weather. Most of the Year 11 students have been reunited with their whānau. The school says it plans to open tomorrow so they can maintain some routine for staff and students. Peter Crossley is a caver and he did the original survey of the Abbey Caves and he joins us now. Hi, Peter. Hi, Peter here, yes. Hey, tell us a little bit about the caves. What are they like? What kind of water is in there? A bit of an overview, please. OK. Well, they're uh, public caves now. They didn't used to be, but uh, way back in the late 60s, 70s, you know, they belong, belong to a quarry people, limestone people, and then it was turned into a public uh, reserve. So it's open for everybody to go and have a look at. And the, they're about two, three 300 metres from the road. You go down the road to it. And there's three caves there in a line. No. How deep do they go in, Peter? <laughs> Sorry, I was just being told that I'm on the radio. So I'll come back. <laughs> Indeed you are, so do carry on. How, yes, how deep can be. you go into the caves there, Peter? Well, below, straight below, they're horizontal. So straight beneath the surface, they're only about 10, 20 metres at the most beneath the surface. But the three, the three caves there are the top one, which is about two or 300 metres long, the one in the middle is about 150, and the one at the bottom is uh, 100 metres in length. And where does the water but, come from there? Is there a waterfall, a, an underground river? What is it? Uh, no, the, the, the water at the top, the top end one, just comes out of the paddock and disappears down the small hole, which you can't get into. And that actually goes through a bit of a rock fall into a cavern which you can't get into well i can i know the way uh but uh, normally people can't get in that way and then it goes into a stream passage and also a dry upper level and that would be i assume the place that the uh, school kids would be going into uh the, the dry upper level is dry it's quite pretty uh there's quite a lot of formation in it the lower level is a stream passage, let me think, about two metres wide, two, three metres wide, two, three metres high, perhaps. And normally in summer, it's about ankle deep through to oh, mid-thigh deep. OK. Uh, quite pleasant. Uh, so, so Peter, do you have any knowledge about how heavy rainfall would affect that um, water flow in the cave and, and how long it would take to filter through to the caves? Uh, very rapid, I would say. Uh, I was wandering around on my place today and the way the water has come up on ordinary farmland, it just rises very quickly or within an hour of it being really heavy, it would be in there. And while it's a very pleasant little cave in summer, you know, ankle deep to mid-thigh, that's in the top one. The other one's about mid-thigh to uh, navel deep and the very bottom one to get out the bottom end would be um, chest deep. Uh, but no big deal. Uh, you get wet, it's quite pleasant. But in this sort of rain, you wouldn't catch me in there. Definitely not. No you, way. You wouldn't go in with a no weather way. forecast like the one we had? Personally, no. No, definitely not. Are these uh, caves suitable for novice um, cavers? In summer, yes. Uh, I wouldn't take toddlers into the uh, bottom two. They'd be, get a bit wet. Uh, perhaps I might, uh, with a 
with a fellow caver and knowledge that the, um, the kids would be on my shoulders to carry through the, uh, the deep bits. The top bit with a bit of adventurous kids, but I would only have a small party, uh, say, you know, a small family party. A couple of, you'd have a couple of adults and uh, no more than a couple of kids to go with you, two or three kids, so- no more. How how well mapped and known is that cave network? How well known? Yeah, and how well mapped. So we've got a rescue operation. So would, would all the nooks and crannies of, of that um, those connected caves be mapped in some way? Would rescuers have access to that information? Pretty close. Uh, I would say, well, I don't know. I'm not up there. Yeah. I'm not part, uh, I, I, I'm not on, on the spot. I don't quite know. I did talk to one of the senior cavers down who lives in uh, Waipu, and I know him well, and I know he's good, and he knows the cave itself. So he would know that. And uh, I think oops, there's always nooks and crannies. Between the caves, there are rock falls. And if the kid got swept downstream they could get um, trapped in rock falls and not be found immediately. What about I, light? Are, are those caves, do they have natural light coming into them? No, no. Dark, dark as, uh, you know, a witch's cauldron or whatever you like to call it. And very, daylight very hours, black. even still dark, Pete, down there? Uh, there's, uh, even in daylight hours. The, the daylight, the light, you wouldn't go more than 10 metres into the entrance before it's pitch black. Thank you so much for joining us with that, Peter. We appreciate um, your time. That is Peter Crosley, who is a caver, and he did one of the original surveys of the Abbey Caves. That is where rescue operation is underway in Whangarei after Whangarei High School um, group there got into trouble in the bad weather. One student is still unaccounted for.